Hey girl, welcome back to another episode of Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar. And Coach Abby joins me today, the A-Team. Here we are again. We're having a great discussion today all about the different approaches for your fat loss, your weight loss, depending on how much weight you need to lose. And there's a lot of confusing messages out there about how to get started and exactly what you need to be focused on when it comes to your fat loss, depending on if you have a significant amount of fat to lose or if you're in an ideal weight range, um, but you're trying to lose that last few pounds of fat, how that is going to be completely different. So I love this discussion. We also had a little few, um, you know, life updates in here too. Um, Really enjoyed this time with Abby. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. I'm your host, Anna Wilson, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and registered nurse. I'm also the founder and very proud coach of Rock That Fitness, the best online women's fitness community ever. If you haven't yet done so, please hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Rock That Fitness with Anna Rockstar is a podcast that I created for you to bring you fresh insight that will help you improve your own fit lifestyle. Each week, I'm bringing you a thought-provoking show that challenges and inspires you to get out of your comfort zone and live your own best rock star life through nutrition, fitness, and mindset. So get ready, get set, lace up those shoes, and let's go rock that walk. Good morning, Abby. What's going on, girl? Good morning. Almost lunchtime for me, but... (laughs) Yeah, for you. Yeah. I just had my breakfast. <laughs> I actually, funny you say that. I ate my lunch at 10 30. Yeah. Uh, people get weirded out by like by meal, think- like calling yes. it lunch, breakfast, and dinner. I yeah. know. So these days I'm just kind of like, my meal one, <laughs> my meal two. Like yeah. those are my main meals, right? Like whatever. Mm-hmm. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Just eat the way that your body needs you to eat. <laughs> Right. I, my body Believe has me. no idea what time it is. I mean, right. as far as like <laughs> caring what I'm eating at what specific time. Sure. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll have a, a real small um, first meal or breakfast, whatever you want to call it, you know, head off. It's not really that wouldn't be like if, if somebody saw that, like, say, for example, I'm in a hurry and I got to get out the door and I have a protein shake and a banana. That's a protein and carb together. Like, that's not a really like not a real in my opinion quote unquote for me and my body that's not a real breakfast for me okay mm-hmm. but when i get back instead of having breakfast i'll just have you know a nice size bre- you know meal like lunch meal yeah <laughs> yep yeah i eat very i tend to eat really early in the morning um and so it's i mean it's been about 5 hours since i've eaten when it's 10:30 it's like been almost 5 hours yeah yeah so, yeah yeah. There'd be times where like I didn't get a chance to eat breakfast. And then by the time I do get a chance to eat or whatever you want to call that, it's more like lunchtime. So I'll just have a really, you know, big filling lunch, mm-hmm. you know, which would be like, okay, I need, I'm like, I'm just going to stack up this lunch. <laughs> exactly. I like bigger meals. <laughs> What's new, Abby? Tell us the good news. Tell the listeners, come on. Some people don't know this about you right now. Let's tell them. You know, well, I don't know. It could be a few things. I'm not. I sure. I know, but I want. Okay. I want to talk about the fuzzy thing. Oh, my puppy! <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. 
my well she's not that little I, mean, I know but she's yeah. a big she's a baby there are babies they're always going to be a baby to us we adopted a sweet little girl um she's about eight or nine months uh well she was from a rescue so um came from what we think is not a great situation but she's we've fallen in love with her and she's um yeah just really I have I haven't had a, a pet, I guess, for about 10 years. And I love, love wow. dogs. It just wasn't, you know, just yeah. a lot of things in the last 10 years that just permitted me from having having a pet. Yeah. But um, no, she's great. Her name is Ella. She's a, she's a, I don't know, I guess a mutt, a mixed breed. Um, <laughs> the best. Sport. But she's the sweetest thing. And we just, yeah, we love her to death. So it's pretty exciting. That's cool. I know you love dogs because when you were I here, do. Fiji, she loved up on you real quick mm-hmm. and you always love her. So that, definitely you're a dog person, so no doubt. I am such, I'm such a dog person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a dog person. Yeah. She's and so cute. She's white and black and black she and looks white. like she has lab. Mm-hmm. She's Maybe so some cute. race dog. We're not sure. She's very yeah. long. Um, She's uh muscular, but she's thin at the same time if that, yeah like, but she's still a puppy body she's, she's still, still a, a puppy so body. she's got all that like loose skin that she's going to be filling out as she grows and builds her yeah. muscle yeah yeah she's gonna be um she's gonna be probably pretty big um but yeah she's just bringing a lot of joy to the household yeah she's so <laughs> yeah. laid back we were just talking about this the other day how like she is so chill and yeah. laid back and how that is just she's just like, like us just like you <laughs> like they say that about about dogs they're like their masters and she mm-hmm. did like you told me the story about how she came to you and you really felt she connected did. with her yeah and she's just like really laid back and chill just like abby <laughs> yep she she really is and and my husband too like we're both yeah. very laid back and just chill people and so yeah. she fits she fits in nicely with, with she's not boss. neurotic like fiji <laughs> Oh, Fiji was is was not neurotic. Mean, she probably maybe she is when I wasn't there, but she was a good girl. Um, but I have a way. No, with, she's not a bad. I have a girl. way with dogs. Yeah, I'm telling you, they. I don't know. They love me. But I love but them. Fiji like she's just very like she loves to run around and outside. She gets all like crazy if she sees a bird and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're seeing a little. We don't know Ella well enough yet. Yeah. But it's so true. I'm That's sure, true. you know what I mean? There is, there's some tendencies starting to come out, like her personality and um, yeah. just things that were like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. She's, all, this whole world is kind of new to her because she's, you know, she's nine mm-hmm. months old. So um, we're not really sure what her background is, but yeah, she's coming out of her shell. You oh, know, when I'm you, so when you asked me about, um, I f- tell them the news. I thought actually you were talking about how yesterday was my first like real workout. Oh yeah. I sent you a text. Did you get my text yesterday? I'm like happy lifting I, well, day. I did it. I did like, <laughs> like I didn't see it until this morning, but happy um, lifting day, Abby. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, yeah. How's so, that recovery going? So for listeners who haven't been listening, who haven't been tuning in recently, tell, tell us what's going on. You had this happen and now yeah. what? As, um, let's see, it's February 1st, 2024. So tomorrow will be seven weeks post-operation. I had my breast implants removed, for those that don't know. Um, so it's been seven <laughs> seven weeks. Um, and really, it's been a couple months since I've really done anything yeah. as far as uh, strength yeah. training or lifting or really anything. I've, you know, for the last few weeks did a little bit of leg stuff, but it was nothing really 
you know, just going through emotions and stuff. Yeah. And I, yesterday was like, I, I, I made my own program, um, for the next five or six weeks to follow. So yesterday was like, all right, we're getting, we're getting down to business. This is a real workout where we're yeah. gonna, not that I put like, it, like it was tough, but yeah. it wasn't like, you know, I'm starting sure. from a, you know, then the goal is to get stronger over this next five or six weeks. And I still have a, uh, restrictions, of course, sure. but I just felt like yesterday was the first real workout and training session that I've had in, yeah, literally months, two to three months. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. It is. How's your, how's your healing? Before you had the surgery, you were just feeling so like lethargic and fatigued and not feeling good for so long. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling right now? in that regard. I mean, I know you're still recovering from the surgery. Yeah, I'm still recovering. I I still feel some of that, but I think it's just because I'm recovering. I I think yeah. that I do um feel differently and once once we're about, you know, another 6 to 8 weeks down the road, I think that I'm going to feel just yeah, I'm my body is healing right now, but yeah, it's it's been, you know, it's been a, it's been quite the recovery. Um, it's been, it's been interesting, but I definitely feel different in a good way, but, um, yeah, ask me another couple months and I'll be able to give you a better. Yeah. Like, yes. I feel amazing. But are your scars <laughs> healing well and everything? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, six months to a year before mm-hmm. the scars are, you know, sure. finished. And, but yeah, everything, seems to be going as planned as scheduled I haven't had any setbacks I'm really adhering I'm really adhering to my my uh you know whatever I'm told that I should or shouldn't be doing Mm -hmm. and um doing my best there so yeah just uh come back hashtag come back right now (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it takes a while like much longer than you think I mean like even like yeah not just even yeah even myself I still feel I still feel like I'm still coming back, you know, coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that you happened. were, you were like, I mean, yours was a long recovery too. Yeah. Well, my first surgery was like a double surgery because I had yeah. that loose skin removal, which turned into a full tummy tuck, had no idea that was going to happen and the breast implants all together. Mm-hmm. And that was in August of 2022. Is that Two right? Two years ago? 2022 August. I guess it would have been. And then what happened was I had that contracture, my implant on on the left side. So then I ended up had to redo my implants, and that happened May 2023. Mm-hmm. So that hasn't been a full year, and so yeah, that's wild. But I just feel like so like I just feel like the whole last two years has just been trying to recover. And here's the thing that I also noticed, especially. When I'm out on my bike, when I'm out, when I'm out cycling, um, I've been finding it very challenging to keep up with my quote unquote peers <laughs> lately. Mm-hmm. I'm getting dropped and I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And then it's like, okay, Anna, let's put this in perspective. <laughs> like right. you've been out, you haven't been as, you know, you haven't been as intense. You haven't been training as much. It's like, duh, you know, yeah. so yeah, it's funny we forget, right? And I'm like, no wonder. Like, what do I think I'm just going to come back and just ride like I was before? Who who am I? <laughs> right. So yes. my yeah, training right now. Yeah, so right now my training is folk is very focused. It's very leg focused. I'm trying to regain my strength and my endurance for for my cycling. 
or mm-hmm. you know just that it's like because I didn't I didn't realize and I was like mm, okay I need to really dial in my training here because obviously I've lost endurance and strength you know combined for my cycling so I'm working on that yeah so it's crazy it takes time when we go through a surgery and stuff it's like for anybody listening if you've had a surgery take it take it easy be kind to yourself mm-hmm. and you're right where you're supposed to be don't feel like you have to bounce right back like you used to be right away yeah and trust me like I get I mean I feel like I was just I'm like okay Abby we really because I haven't really been in a routine for (laughs) yeah a while and like like I said I've been adhering and following all the guidelines but you know it's like you know you just know okay Abby you need to start you it's time like let's let's stop you know trying to get out of this now it's like you are you know you're well enough that we can go do stuff, do something. Um, cause it's very, it is, I mean, it's easy to get out of when you get out of routine, it is hard to get back in one. Yeah. Um, Which <laughs> is there any other personal stuff we want to bring up? No, this I'm just, a good I'm segue leading us right into now. our topic. Dude, yeah. This like, is I'm a great us- segue because when people, you know, we go back to this every time, like when you ask somebody when they're like, yeah, I don't know why I'm not getting my results. It's like, well, what is your goal? Number one, do you even know what results you want? What have you been doing? What has been your strategy? And they they may be able to tell you this, but then here is the one that gets everybody. When you ask how consistent have you been? And they're just like, I, I've been pretty consistent, but that doesn't really answer the question because they haven't been, they just haven't been tracking their consistency. They really don't know. It's kind of like us talking about this, like you saying, you know, I really haven't been on a routine. Same with me. Like I haven't really been on a routine of training cycling, like, duh. So we have to get really honest about what we actually have been um, executing and implementing like for real consistently. (laughs) Well, yeah. And it's like, I don't understand, like if I'm not getting a so quote unquote result that I want, or (laughs) I can always tell you why. Exactly. I I do not like, that's what, sometimes it blows my mind. Like people will, they really want to believe like they, they want it to be someone else, like someone else or something else's fault that they're not getting results. And that's harsh. Maybe that's a little tough love and I'm sorry, but here we go. It's, like, I know if I am not getting a result that I am after, I can literally tell you exactly why it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes, and it's usually, well, I'm not being consistent or, yeah. you know, I can, I can pinpoint why I'm not getting a result. Yes, Always. Always. totally. Absolutely. But you know, and I know there are listeners that, that probably, but they legitimately think they're doing things the right way. They really, in their heart, believe that they they're just at a loss right so um in an effort to help let's talk about the actual nuts and bolts of of this this you know what we call it is the scientific approach it's the scientific informed approach to fat loss and when we talk about fat loss we we really need to kind of bring some clarification to what that looks like because it's going to be different for different women some women have a significant amount of fat loss significant amount of fat that they need to lose from their body. And some women do not have quite as much, you know, they're in an ideal, like quote unquote, ideal weight, a healthy Mm -hmm. weight, right range, but they still want to quote unquote, lose fat. So I wanted to hopefully dive in today and talk about the difference in the approach 
the two main differences in the approach for if I mean, it's like this is like a really opening up. I know this is really opening up a big can of worms here, but I think it really needs to be talked about. Even if we don't cut, even if we are not able to cover out all the details, I want to give a great idea. I want to get a great concept out there for women to understand. So let's start. Let's start with the woman who has a significant amount of weight to lose. So maybe she's, I don't even want to, I mean, I don't even know how to put this, but a significant amount of weight to lose. She hasn't been working out consistently. Um, that's going to be a different, and she hasn't been actually attacking or tackling her goals with nutrition quite yet. She's sort of what she would call, um, I would say maybe a beginner or hasn't done anything in a very long time in years. Okay. That's going to be a different woman compared to a woman who is working out regularly. She's got about an ideal weight, but she wants to lose fat and she wants to have a defined look and she's frustrated because she's not able to lose fat, right? Those are two completely separate type of clients. So which, which one do we want to talk about first, Abby? Um, I guess we can, we can talk about the beginner. The beginner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> <talk about it. laughs> where do we so, want to start here? Are we talking about what the beginner <clears throat> needs to do? What the expectation should be like? Let's talk about, let's talk about actual nutrition stuff because we know that nutrition is going to be the driver of fat loss. Number one. Yeah. And, and that, that can be also with somebody who has been obviously. Um, but let's talk about that, how you would approach like setting your calories as a beginner and, what that looks like in terms of a timetable. And I know we don't like to set deadlines, but I think that people need to understand the concept of a long-term sustainable approach to fat loss versus a, what we call a mini cut would be like to get in it for, you know, a few weeks and then jump right back out. That would be more like a, a rapid fat loss approach. So those two things I'm hoping we can kind of maybe hash out today. So for a beginner, um, sure. Here's the thing too, <clears throat> Abby, cause you can speak to this. You've been in the industry, you know, longer than I have, but what happens is a lot of women, um, can they get real excited about a program or maybe some other fitness professional, uh, coach online saying that they can get them this much fat loss in this many weeks. And what they'll do is they'll bring them on and they'll put them into a rapid fat loss protocol, right? We know this happens so that they get results really fast. They get real excited, but that's not sustainable. Right. Right. (laughs) And so, and rather than doing that, we like to take women and first of all, making sure that they understand that we want them to lose fat in a sustainable way so that they can keep this going for a longer period of time and actually see results long-term. They're building habits along the way. They're getting their mindset in place for the long game, not just quick fix, that kind of thing. So let's talk about that. So I just wanted to kind of get that out of the way because <clears throat> like I say, I know that it's it's just very attractive to that client. Like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds in three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than, because that would be the rapid fat loss protocol, which we understand that you can set calories to lose fat right away. You can, depending mm-hmm. on the person, right? If they have a significant amount of fat to lose, oh man, we could show them that they could lose fat quickly. But that isn't the way that we coach because we want our clients to be in this for life, N- you know, not in a deficit for life, but a fit lifestyle and understand that they can rinse and repeat processes based on the, how they calculate their calories. So 
So the beginner, let's let's tell what the beginner needs to know. Mm-hmm. Well, the beginner just needs to pick something and be consistent with it. Like you don't even have to set your calories or do any of that. You just need to start some awareness. Um, and so just tracking and having a food journal would be my first thing is let's see where everything, what, let's see exactly what's going on here. Let's see, let's, you know, the, um, what's in front of you is the truth. So when you can see what's in front of you, when you can see your food journal, where, what, when you can see all of that and become aware, then you can start to make those changes. So that would be my first suggestion is take seven days or whatever, a week, a week or two to just track what you're eating and you're drinking and be honest about it. Yeah. So there's two parts to that. There's like just tracking everything to just actually be aware of the foods that you're eating every day and throughout the week. That's one. So you can actually see how much you're eating, how much. And then there's the other method or the other way to get even more detail is to actually track the calorie, the calories of your food for a week so that you can kind of get an average of what. The, and that's without changing your diet for that week, right. like just eating like you normally would. That's to bring that awareness. Right. Yeah. So starting with that and then, you know, this is all very, this is dependent on the individual, the person, et cetera. But then it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm seeing that maybe you're seeing patterns of, you know, we obviously, there's, there's nuances to a beginner and somebody who I don't, I don't know if you'd call advanced or somebody that doesn't have a lot of weight to lose. There's a lot of similarities in how we get results. Um, But if you're a beginner, like, and you've tracked for a week or two, okay, now maybe either you can do one of two things. You can set a calorie range and work on calories and then eventually work your way up to calories and then a protein goal. Or you can just maybe, maybe change one meal about what you're, you know, one thing every day about what you're doing. I want to get more veggies and fruit and a lean protein. So I'm going to pick one meal and I'm going to do that for a week. Like it just Mm -hmm. depends. Yeah. Yeah. It's very individual. That's right. Um, so setting the calories, because we we do say it's very simple and most people can if they have a, you know, if they have a significant amount of weight to lose. When I say significant, I'm talking in like it's not just five pounds, you know, when I say significant, it's more like over 10. Like we're talking maybe 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds. That's what I'm talking about. Because when we do something like a um standard, let's say the number 12 times your goal body weight in pounds, like whatever you kind of have an like an idea of the weight you want to get to. Um, that works for most people, most people, not everybody, but it gives people a starting point and it's not the perfect calorie deficit. It is a, it's, it's more of what I would call like a, what I call modest calorie deficit or a healthy calorie deficit rather than a extreme calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. So for that person, and again, it's not the it's not the the perfect starting, I mean perfect calorie deficit for you, but it's a starting point to understand that when you do this and you set your calories based on that number, for most people that works, or maybe you set your calories based on a number that you get off of a calorie calculator online that takes into account all of these factors about you as well as your activity level. Once you get that number, that's not a perfect number, but it's a great starting point. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the key is you need to be consistent <laughs> with <laughs> that number. And then yes, we yeah. this, you know, then self-evaluation. 
I'm going to follow this calorie range and whatever this protein goal for 30 days. And I'm going to see what's happening because we make this, we, we need to make decisions off of data, not off of feelings. Okay. We make decisions off of data, not off of feelings. All right. So. Right. Got to remove the feelings. Yes. And really just before you even do in the, get into this, like really make up your mind that you're going to go, you're going like, to go all in. Now, when I, when we say mm-hmm. all in, we, we don't mean all or nothing. They're totally right. different concepts here. So right. all in means you're, you're locked and loaded and Decide. you have decided yeah. that you're ready to go all in and, and do this and be accurate and honest and meticulous with your weighing of your food, logging your food. And I know this can sound so overwhelming to somebody like very tedious and overwhelming, but once you're locked and loaded, man, you're going to do it. You're going to do it because it's what you want. You want to know at the end of 30 days, what this effort is going to bring you. And the only way to know is to get your mind wrapped around being consistent um, and I like to say, if you're that serious, I wouldn't go any less than 90% consistent. I mean, just quite honest. Not at this. Def- well, that's, I mean, yeah, that's whatever what you your want. Goal is. Yeah, exactly. Like at the end of the day, these are your goals. Like, so, you know, you can want the result and put in a 50% effort. I want hundred percent of the result, but I would say it's very, very important that you stay accurate especially early on, or, I mean, we'll talk about this in a second, or if your body composition, recomposition changes, et cetera, but it is extremely important that you're accurate. So you decide, like commit, decide, and then execute. That's, you know, that's what you need to do in order to, you know, figure it's the quick fix sounds great, but this, this strategy, um, of going all in, as you say, is really going to get you to your result quicker. Yeah. Go <laughs> all in. Yes. All in with a healthy calorie deficit. And I would rather, you know, we do talk about um at realistic expectations in terms of like what is a healthy sustainable weight loss expectation which, you know, depending on how much weight you need to lose could be somewhere between a half a pound up to 2 pounds weekly. But mm-hmm. I don't even like to look at it that way. That could be over a period of time. Yes, it can average in there. But like even if you just were shooting for one pound in a week, um, oh my gosh, you know, say for the first week you you don't you maybe you lose a pound or two pounds the first week. And then the second week, maybe you lose one pound. And then the third week, you might not lose anything. And then the fourth week, you might lose two pounds, right? So what do we got? Five, got five pounds down in a month, which is absolutely incredible. But this is the way we have to think about things when Mm -hmm. we're approaching, quote unquote, weight loss. It's the long term that we're looking at. It's not this day to day fluctuation, which, by the way, is important to understand and remove the emotions from the scale because the scale is a form of measure. We we can't deny that it's not. I know people like to go, well, I don't want to know about this. And that's fine. Like they, 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 they change. They think I'm just going to shift over to, I'm not scale focused. Yeah. I know we're not scale focused, but for the long period of time, you're going to be able to see just like you would on an investment chart with your money, that things go up and down, up and down, up and down, but you're going to see this trend either going up or this trend going down over time. And you cannot have a trend line if you're not tracking 
regularly. And that's that's the reason, that's the key reason why we have people track their weight daily. It's it's and you gotta have your feelings removed from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to look at all various factors about what's going on. Um, I will say though, um, to go maybe a little bit against that, if the scale is emotionally driving your decisions and that's all you're thinking about and it's causing you stress, strain and all kinds of, you know, and you're not following through because of the scale number, then I would say, let's, then let's get rid of it and focus on the actions only. Right. Um, I'm not, and I'm not, I agree with you there too. Exactly. It depends on the person because I've had clients too, that are so scale focused. They say they're not, but their actions and the words that they're using and the, the things that they're doing is obviously reflecting there's still some huge attachment to the scale. So for example, this could be a person who they're, they're, you know, they are tracking their weight, their weight daily, and they're looking for a trend line, but they do things like they see the scale creeping up. So they cut back their, their calories or their food consumption for a day or two. And then they see the the scale come down a pound or two. And they think that it's, that's working. That's right there. uh, That right there is a red flag because fat loss and fat gain do not happen in a day or two days or even three days. Like it's, there's much more complicated than that. So I want to say this to the listeners, because girl, if you are doing this, you are not doing yourself any favors. You're, you are playing head games with yourself. So yes, I'm agreeing with you, Abby, this would be a great time. And I've done this myself long time ago in the past, put the scale away Mm -hmm. and trust your effort daily are you putting in the work are you eating the foods that are you know that you've decided are going to work for you like your vegetables your lean meats you know healthy fats all the things staying within that calorie range hitting your protein goal daily and all the other habits right if you're doing this 90% of the time you're going to see progress at the end of that long 30 days without that scale like let's not look at the scale let's know that the things that we're doing daily are going to give us some clear data at the end of that 30 days yeah and if you like if you're 90% consistent the, you're going to get results like it's like if you're honest with yourself and you're 90% consistent there is no way you're not going to get some kind of result or if nothing else you're going to start to develop habits and the habits are what gets us the result anyways and the habits keep us keep the result once we get it. Yeah. And you talk about this, which I love. We do this every, every month you do it. You take our, you take our clients through that goal setting every month and you hit those habits, those important habits to be forming. And which one is it that you're not quite as you're not a number five, you got to like a one through five scales mm-hmm. for, for those things. And, and maybe this certain habit um, is a two. So they're going to be working on that that month. So I love that. But I think it's very true too. Um, but the results are going to be different, obviously, for somebody who has less fat to lose on their body. Um, I can speak to this because I've had frustration because I'm pretty lean as it is. And so for me, when I do it, I, I can tend to, I play these mind games with myself too. And I think nothing's happening, nothing's happening. So I'm just, I'm, I'm like saying, Hey, I can empathize. (laughs) I can totally empathize for the person who is in their ideal weight. They're healthy, but they want to do something a little bit more. Um, what can I say a little bit more advanced because they, they were, they're looking to get more lean or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it can seem like nothing's happening. So for somebody like that to expect an increase in a lot of weight loss over 30 days is just not absolutely not um, something to expect. <laughs> well, it's not realistic when you're and yeah, body composition changes. Yes. Um, you, you definitely can't go by the scale the scale. It's no, literally the last thing that you want to go by. Um, but also you have to, this is the problem with people that don't have any weight to lose and are, are really is the, the lack of patience and trying to change things. Um, not giving something a chance to work. And this can be true for anyone, no matter how, if you have a lot yeah. of or yeah. body comp, it, it takes a long time of consistency to make and see those changes. And I think too many people are just too quick to change something when it's right on the verge of working mm -hmm. um, and they haven't given something enough of an opportunity to actually see those changes. So I think, you know, oh, I'm going to do more cardio. I need to do more hit. I need to cut carbs. I need to do this. Oh, I, you know, and yeah. that's the problem and why people can't see their body changing when they yeah. don't have a lot of weight to lose. Yeah. Which is in that case, um, important, I guess we're shifting gears now because we talked about the beginner and that's kind of how you would approach the nutrition aspect of things. But for somebody who doesn't have, like you said, doesn't have really weight to lose. Yeah. Because that weight may just shift because they're changing body composition. So it doesn't mean that they're not getting their goals to becoming more lean and defined. It just means that the scale is definitely not going to be the measure there. And mm -hmm. I can totally speak to this. I'm sure you can too. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a, a lot of difference can happen in a whole 30 days of staying consistent with something. Um, you can see changes in their pictures, you know, in the mirror, in your clothing, but it's not going to be reflected on the scale. <laughs> In fact, we just had a, our one-to-one -one group call last night and Steph, Steph was on there. She won't uh -huh. her name. Yeah. And, um, you know, I have some new, new one-to-one -one clients and she, I'm so glad she was on there because oh, she, she reiterated the fact that I don't like, I asked, I don't think we've lost any, like a pound on the scale in the last year. Um, and she, I showed them her pictures and she's like, it's incredible because I literally haven't lost any weight, but I look mad. Like she looks so different. Yes. <laughs> and that's, I mean, she's the perfect, yeah. um, you know, I guess billboard yeah. to show why that scale is, you should not be focused on that scale when you're trying to make body recomposition changes as you get, you know, as you don't really have any weight to lose um, and you're just trying to shift and, you know, put on muscle and, um, just lose a little bit more fat and just completely change how your body looks at that same weight. Um, so it's, yeah, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. That's, you know, that's more, that's so much more, um, I don't know, advanced, definitely more advanced when it comes to training and your training goals, your fitness goals, mm -hmm. your body physique goals. I mean, that's, that's different. And I think that's the, that's the key. That's the part I feel like I really want to just, I just really want to reiterate, amplify, bring clarity to for women, because I think that that's what holds a lot of women back because there's just so much difference between somebody who has a lot of fat to lose and versus somebody who is just trying to really um, work on that body composition. They're just completely different and, and how it's important to have coaching to help yes. you if you are struggling. And I say struggling in, in the sense of being in that hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. And nothing has changed. Like nothing has changed. I mean, you can even be honest with yourself and say, well, 
um, you know, I've been doing this. this I know what to do. I know what to do. (laughs) I'm here, but you haven't had any changes since, I don't know, last year or two years ago or four months ago or six months ago that you aren't seeing any changes. Um, Yeah, that is where there's something that needs to change (laughs) if you're not seeing changes. (laughs) And yeah. I'm not just saying this because I am. No, I know. Um, But uh, I, gosh, I am so grateful that I had coaches and mentors to teach me and coach me and guide me through a lot of those phases. Um, I just, I, I think that people just think they can do it on their own and great if you can, but I'm telling you the value of coaching is going to get you there much, much faster yeah. and you are going to keep your results long-term and it just to have that, that person that can see from an outside perspective and really just teach you and coach you through, um, those phases, especially if you don't necessarily have weight to lose. Um, I think things get more complicated and it is, you know, I, I mean, it's, I think it's difficult no matter what state, I don't want to downplay any no. type of stage you're in, Yeah, but it's, it does become a little bit more difficult when you're at those intermediate, you know, if you're intermediate and you want to get over that hump or you're, you know, the body composition and recomposition, um, it's harder to, it's harder to do that than, than just fat loss. And when you have a lot, a lot of weight to lose, I, I can promise you that. And, um, I just think coaching is so, so such a, such a key. Um, to get you to a point fat way faster than trying to just spin your wheels constantly. And yeah. So. And it could just be some, it could be one insight that you have not, mm-hmm. um, it hasn't sunk in for you yet. You haven't quite grasped it yet. It could just be one concept that you need, you need some mm-hmm. help with. Um, or just somebody to tell you to s- just have some freaking patience. Yeah. Like, or somebody to tell you, because if you haven't been consistent, but you, are spinning your wheels, trying to be in a calorie deficit, trying to get your workouts in and you're doing all these things, but your consistency is just not there. Then you could be just fatigue, diet fatigue. Like, let's just, mm-hmm. let's get out of there. You know, it could just be a whole yes. mindset shift. Like, let's just get you to maintenance. Yep. Let's get you feeling good, strong mindset, strong. And then we'll go back into a healthy calorie. Di- I mean, coaching yep. is just so much. It's great to have coaching and, um, Yeah. And the other thing too, I think that a lot of listeners need to hear is girl, if you are listening to all kinds of stuff all over the internet and social media, and you're scrolling and you're hearing this message from one person and this message from another person, I'm going to tell you right now that it can get very confusing. And this is Mm -hmm. another reason why it's so important to have coaching because there are different aspects of the fitness industry. It's not all the same. You could be scrolling social media and you see a fit pro. And this is a person who maybe, um, you know, they are, um, a power lifter that's going to be a totally different kind of training or maybe uh they are a competitor you know body body a bikini body competitor right that's going to be an entirely different person who's going to be talking about stuff like bulking and cutting mm-hmm. and then you get your general population going oh i think i need to cut or yeah. if i bulk i'm going to get bulky like they they're yes. getting confused abby and that's it's so if you're a listener and you're thinking you're in a spin, you don't know what to do, you're stuck. I just want to encourage you to take a look at what's the messages you're getting in and and realize that there's all kinds of different approaches to different focuses 
out there when it comes to fitness. And, um, and I just think that's, that's just needs to be spoken. That just needs to be talked about because there's a difference between how you approach your nutrition and your training, depending on your goal and understand that the fitness industry is all kinds of things going out there. There could be just people out there just in the movement. Like they're just, their, their, their focus is, um, just staying active mm-hmm. and, or their focus is just making sure that you're mobile. Yeah. That's different. You know, powerlifting, bodybuilding, you name it. Um, runners, maybe they're training as a runner, like completely mm-hmm. different sports. So yeah. that's why women get confused and they come to a coach and they're just like, Oh, I don't want to be lifting heavy because I'm going to get bulky. <laughs> <laughs> or when am I going to get to bulk or am I going to go through a bulking phase or am I going to go through a cutting phase? And it's laughable as a coach, probably not, but it's not laughable. (laughs) They need to know that, you know, you're not dumb. You're just, you just don't know all of the different ins and outs of Mm -hmm. what's going on with a person's actual physique and the training involved and the nutrition involved. And that's the other reason why it's so important to consult a coach with your goals. Right. You know, but (laughs) see you laughing over there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, people, I mean, we get, you get general population clients that they see a fit pro or a fitness model or a bodybuilder. And that's what they come to you with the expectation that, you know, they are, that's what they want to, you know, that's, I want to look like so-and-so, or I want to, I want this and I want that not understanding like, do you? <laughs> right. Because it is okay. Then we're following a meal plan where there's no room for error. There's, I mean, trust me, I've done all of it. Like there, yeah, it's completely there's different. definitely no room for excuses yeah. or justifications. I mean, it's just a totally different, totally method. different training. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just that exactly. Um, that makes me think of something personally. I've had people come up to me and ask, what are you training for? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I'm training for life. <laughs> right. Um, I just really, I, I'm training for life. This is what I'm doing. And um, they'll say stuff like, why don't you, and I, I can't tell you how many times this has happened. Why don't you compete? You could do, you could really do so great if you were, com- if you were competing and becoming a bodybuilder. Um, yeah, but that's not my goal. I don't, right. that's, I don't want that because I know what's required and I don't want that. I don't yes. want that, you know? But I have a close friend who does it and I've got other friends that do it. I respect that sport. It's not for Mm me. I'm doing what I do because this is my goal. So that is important to know what it is that you want, right? And when you figure out your goal and what you want, then you can come up with your plan, your strategy to get there and then implement, get consistent with that. Right. Did we, did we answer the question that we were going to talk about? Did we answer what we were going to talk about with calorie setting? Hmm. I think, I mean, so with somebody who let's go back to the person who doesn't have a lot of weight to lose real quick, let's just cover that. that. Yeah. That doesn't doesn't have a lot of weight to lose, lose, but is after fat loss, let's say they're after fat loss. What would be one of the key things you would tell this person? Um, they're working out. Well, they need to be on a structured strength program, first of all, and they need to be lifting heavy and heavy is relative to the individual. They're structured um, because they're using Peloton workouts, strength no, training. Well, that's not structure. 
your, <laughs> your boot camps and your hit workouts and your Peloton workouts are not a structured strength program. <laughs> so okay. I'm not dog and cardio sure, because we do need that for heart health. Um, but you really need to make sure that you are progressively, you know, lifting weights and on a program and being consistent with it um, first and foremost. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you need to be meticulously following your calorie and your protein goal. Um, once again, same as with some, a beginner is the, um, you know, a modest deficit. So I would, you know, just recommendation, I would recommend a coach that can help you and tell you exactly, you know, a coach is going to be, is going to be the best, um, estimator, I guess, over a calculator, but I would say your current body weight times 12 as a starting point. Um, cause you don't have a goal body weight. So if you don't have a lot of fat to lose, that's what I would recommend. And having a tight enough range, you know, within a hundred calories, um, if that, does that make sense? Yeah. So that's somebody who doesn't have a lot of weight to lose. So using the same number. Pretty much. Right? Yeah. As yeah. a starting point. Well, we're, we're talking long-term sustainable effort, not rapid fat loss, sustainable effort, making, being consistent with that effort, with your nutrition Mm-hmm. Being consistent with your effort, with your training and not over stressing your body with training and cardio and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Because I think that would be the tendency for somebody who doesn't have a lot of quote unquote fat to lose there, you know, is they think they needed to really, really work hard in their intense workouts. Mm-hmm. Which is just causing, you know, us could could be a slower metabolism yeah. process could cause some hormonal issues if you're doing a lot of high intensity stuff. And, you know, I, I see a pattern of most of these women also cut carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're running on nothing, which yeah. once again, stressing the body and making fat loss harder, right? It makes it harder because your body mm-hmm. is stressed. It's not going to be working with you. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up, but I do want to say we have some things coming up, but when this, when this episode drops, which is going to be Monday, the, what are, where are we at? February. Shoot, we're already here. This episode drops going to be February 5th, which at February 5th, what do we have coming up? Oh, we have Rockstar Body and Mind is coming. We yes. already, by this, by the time this episode drops, uh, the wait list is going to be already, the wait list has ended. So yes. not, wait list is over. Early registration for getting on that is over. Um, so you have to wait till regular registration for Rockstar Body and Mind coming in March. We will keep you updated. There's going to be links in the show notes. Check it out. Um, but we have a nutrition challenge coming too. We're going to let you know all about that. Yeah. That's it. It's going to be awesome. Coming. It's going to be good. It's going to be real good. All right. That's all we got for you today. I hope you got some value out of this and um, would love to hear from you listeners. Um, give us a rating and review. We want to push this out to more women and try to help more women out there. Um you know, get some real results for themselves. Yeah. Like and share with a friend. (laughs) Thanks, Abby. Thanks for being here with us today. All right, girl. Love you. Rock on. Rock on. Bye.